want to ask you a question, which I'd like to be the last question, if that's all right. And um, this is a question that that I'm asking to each each participant, and the perspectives, as you've heard, are are very different. I've been talking over the last year with my father about different aspects of the present and the future, and he said to me some weeks ago, "Just just you wait and see. The people of color are going to take over." And uh, when I was talking with a, a, another poet, an older poet who's also male, about it, he just, he just laughed. He laughed for a long time. And um, we have uh, our daughter, Safira, here in the audience, who's 11. You were talking about structural change, and you've talked about activism that you've known since you were a little girl. I've also talked to my nephew, who's at Oberlin College, and what he's learning there is that everything needs to change all at once, just like a huge, massive switch. <laughs> um, and since you've been in this for so long, I'm, I'm curious to hear what your ideas are on how can we transform and how you can imagine children's lives 20 years from now. Well, a lot already has been changed uh, thanks to the struggle. I mean, we, even though there is a lot of repression and censorship, we are not like, you know, there is something. For me, it's uh, what I uh, I'm constantly reminded every morning is the, the aspiration for freedom is never dead. In the worst of dictatorship, it still exists. There is an incredible, uh, indomptable, how do you say that? Untamable. And desire. And so I think what we can teach, I mean, we, when we can tell to children that there is an incredible beauty in that, incredible promise, and there is a lot of joy there is a lot of suffering, of course, because it's a long road and it's a difficult one, but it's, it's also a collective journey and, uh, and it's extraordinary because you, you learn so much along the way and you meet with so many people. But what, well, for me, even when I was, lit when I was little, I was... Um, deeply, deeply admirative of the courage of people. I saw a woman fighting the, the French soldier. Uh, I was little, and they, they, had, they were not afraid. They were going, puff, And, you know, and of course the other, and going. And this is, for me, absolutely, it's, it's an incredible... Uh, and the courage of you see today in Iraq, in Algiers, in Beirut, in Santiago de Chile, here in the street here of young people. I think that children today uh, will be will continue that, uh, and uh, this is I think why the world is livable despite the ugliness and meanness of uh, men in power that the fact that there is this absolutely continuous beauty of, of, uh, of the, no, it's possible, it will come. Freedom will come. Freedom will come. 
freedom has come and freedom will come. And I think that is, uh, for me, um, in 40 years, I think uh, Safira and, and other will be there and other ch children because they are all there. It's, it's, it does not stop. I remember two years ago, you know, talking with some Algerian people and they were saying, oh no, but Algeria, Algerian people are, you know, they are just <laughs> sleeping. It's a lost cause and so on. And boom! <laughs> and I was in Oujda and we had dinner and there was a Lebanese woman. And she said, oh, Lebanon, Beirut, the Lebanese people, da, 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 da. And she, and she the following week, people were in the street. So you should not say things like that, you know? It's kind of like, what are you talking, what do you know? You, you know, it's like this kind of a judgment, things like that, and you have like no clue. I mean, the, the, it, it's, and then the, the unexpected, unforeseen aspect of it, this is what also absolutely, it, it's there, you know? Yeah, it's life, it's life. And so it's gonna be, Again, long and difficult. And I think what we, perhaps what children, but I think they know, young people know that, that um, the enemy is, is really there. I mean, we should not underestimate the enemy and the enemy tried to destroy everything today, any, any living thing, our relation to nature, the food is poison. I mean, it, it's incredible. Uh, but um, that, um, it's also, they are also very fragile. They are very, they are murderers and they use every weapon they have and they kill. But they are also fragile. I mean, when I see, for instance, indigenous people, they can stop Canada. They are stopping Canada right now. They are just stopping it. You, so the old strategy of blocking that we can find, we can find where we can block, you know, stop the system. In Canada, it's just, you know, you, you stop the railway, and boom, it doesn't stop. And you say, oh, modern country, blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah, but no, well, fine. And so how are we gonna continue this strategy of finding, you know, the way to, to stop here and there? And I think this is more, uh, uh, more and more uh, understood, and this is what, <coughs> But, um, but again, it's for me, it's uh, every morning, the awful orange man of the world. And every morning, it is, there is a poem here, there is a song here, there is a people. I mean, this Chilean woman who had this slam and suddenly is becoming global. And it's, it's incredible. It's, uh, for me, it's also breathing in a world where they want, they want you not to breathe. They want us to be, and, and I think, yeah, breathing is, uh, and therefore you breathe and you speak and you sing.